This podcast was recorded on the lands of the Wongal people and the Yagara Turrbal peoples. This always was and always will be Aboriginal land. Strap in. Buckle up. It's story time, folks. This is Australiana Rama. Warning, this episode contains some sweary swears. And fiberglass fruit. You. (laughs) Maddie, hello. Hey, mate. Happy day. (laughs) It is a happy day. I'm very excited. (laughs) Yes. Talking about one of your favourite topics. Yeah, I'm literally wearing the T-shirt of the topic. Um, We are going to talk about... I was going to say, we're going to talk about Sunshine Coast icon, the big pineapple. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. And we have a special guest to help us do that. Michelle Law, say hello. Hello. Thank you for having me. This is what, this is such a blessed episode. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think in these trying times, we all need to cast (laughs) our minds back to (laughs) a happier happier time. time. Mm. We were at the fields of, where the fields overfloweth with pines. Yes. <laughs> I was going to say Michelle is a writer, uh, but I think you already proved that. So just mm. through your last sentence. It's going to write a haiku about the big P. Yeah. I shall think we? Should. Yeah, we absolutely shall. <laughs> um, so this is a topic that's like near and dear to our hearts. And I thought I, mm-hmm. we would start off with just a bit about how we're all connected to the glorious Sunshine Coast and how we feel about it. Maddie, would you like to to kick us yeah. off? Yeah, I grew up in Palmwoods. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't know where Palmwoods is, it's halfway between Nambour and the Hinterland. So it's got a foot in like the Daggy Nambour camp and a foot in the like tourist Hinterland camp. Uh, my, fam- my parents are still there and, yeah, I went to Palmwoods primary school it was a good time lots of rainforest hangouts yeah that was my childhood Mm. Mm -hmm. michelle i was born in budrum um so for those who don't know it's where budrum ginger is from and Mm. um the lesser known budrum ginger concentrated cordial Oh, so uh, ginger refresher. I have some in my fridge. Refresher. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, incredible. Actually, <laughs> I was born in Bodrum and then I grew up in Kiwana and I lived in Kiwana until I was 17 and finished, um, finished high school. Kiwana, like much of the Sunshine Coast, is very beachy. Mm. Um, I grew up on Nicklin Way, which is sort of like that main road that, that goes through much of many suburbs in the Sunshine Coast. Um and if you weren't skating or surfing and you were an artsy kid, there wasn't a huge amount for you to do there. No, lots mm. of loitering. Lots of loitering, lots of late yeah. night Thursdays at the plaza. Yep, yep. Um, and movie night, movie marathons at the Birch Carol and Coil. Mm-hmm. Oh, those mm-hmm. are words I haven't heard for a while, Birch Carol. <laughs> no. I don't think she goes by that name anymore, unfortunately. <laughs> No. I think she goes by event now, right? Yeah, mm. yeah. But in my brain, I still sing the Birch Carol and Coyle song. In my oh. yeah, <laughs> beautiful. Yeah. yeah, 
Oh, I I lived in Biwa, I think, from when I was like three to five, which is home of the Australia Zoo um, and mm-hmm. not much else. And so I've always <laughs> like loved like the Glasshouse Mountains and I have vague memories of people like friends having macadamia orchards and things. But then I grew up in central Queensland, but grandma and granddad and my cousins and everything always lived on the sunny coast. And so like every holiday that's where we would be in often in Nambour or Caloundra mm. yeah and seeing mm-hmm. the, the heart of the coast some may <laughs> <Yeah>. say <laughs> all right yeah. so we we all feel very fondly about this particular area of of Queensland mm-hmm. of the Sunshine State and on the Nambour Connection Road which is formerly the Bruce Highway at Wombai on the Sunshine Coast there is a big pineapple um, there's also an actual pineapple farm, rainforest, orchards and a zoo, but more importantly, there's a heritage-listed 16-metre-high fibreglass pineapple that you can go inside. Heritage-listed? <laughs> it's heritage-listed. <laughs> it is a piece of folk art. It is an outdoor cultural <laughs> object. It is a big thing. These words, folk art, outdoor cultural object, big thing, are all how it is referred to in the Queensland Heritage Register. Wow. Because I found I love all that this- big thing is official. Mm, yeah. Well, big, and big thing is capitalised because it's like big things oh, as mm-hmm. a a concept because I looked the big pineapple up obviously you start at Wikipedia and I was like this is really in depth because sometimes Wikipedia articles terrible but this one I was like was this written by the pineapple um but then at the references it's like (laughs) herself literally it's mostly (laughs) verbatim from the heritage register so then I found even more so it's quite in depth sure yeah (laughs) so basically my next note says, why? Why is there this pineapple? Um, Post-World War II, more people start to have cars. Um, so in the 50s, that translates to more petrol stations and caravan parks. Also, annual leave. Mm-hmm. In 1941, people had one week. 1945, two. 1963, they got three weeks. And by 1974, everyone had four weeks of annual leave. What? Mm. I, I don't have that now. <laughs> Because we work in the arts, Maddie. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I literally work I work for myself and I'm like, yeah. how dare. <laughs> you just haven't yeah. given yourself. <laughs> yeah, like I say this is like, oh, yeah, I, I've never had a full-time job in my life. But if I had one, I'd be entitled to four weeks of annual leave since 1974. Yeah, yeah. so people, it's more common to have a car, have more time to drive said car and to go on holidays. And also the Bruce Highway Queensland's highway was finally surfaced with bitumen all the way from oh. Brizzy to Cairns in, in 19- what year? 1962. Okay. And some I thought you were going to be like 85. No. <laughs> some parts of it, it seems like it maybe hasn't been updated since then. Um, mm-hmm. And the Pacific Highway was surfaced with bitumen later in the 60s. So, like, people could come from New South Wales oh, wow. to Queensland easier by like the early 70s um, and tree. also yeah, in the like late 50s the terms the Sunshine Coast and the Gold Coast well that's when they were first used like market Queensland and like the Sunshine State yeah, as right. a concept by 1960 
And so, yeah, things are starting to get developed and on the sunny coast, less hectic than the Gold Coast on purpose. They want it to be more family friendly mm-hmm. and it's mm. all agricultural heritage and like, look at the Glasshouse Mountains, it, less than mm-hmm. high rises, etc. That makes sense. Mm. Um, it explains a few attractions on the Sunshine Coast. Absolutely. Some giant names. Mm. Yeah, the Bellingham Maze. A lot of these attractions are no longer with us. Yes, um, tragically. <laughs> like the Super Bee. Yeah. Oh, the Super Bee. Oh, my God. R.I.P. the Super Bee. That was maybe my favourite because there was all like the off-brand Disney characters and then you could just taste yeah. honey. Yeah. Also Nostalgia Town, which was a really weird um, tourist attraction where you could go on weird rides and there'd be like, people coexisting with dinosaurs and stuff in this weird what? diorama type style. Whoa. It was strange. Wow. Bly Bly Castle. Bly Bly. <gasps> still, still there. Still, still operating. Open. Still there. Wow. Yeah. Power tour. Doll and Museum. Aussie World is still operating. Yeah, mm. the Doll Museum and Bly Bly Castle. Yeah, but also that's... the dinosaurs. I wonder if the dinosaurs came from Nostalgia Land when that closed down. Maybe. In the same way that Bellingham Mays acquired the off-brand uh, Snow White when the Super B <laughs> The Super B. Oh, I miss the down. Super B. Yeah, we um, all do. <laughs> yeah, so the Sunny Coast is kind of home to these things, like the Australia mm. Zoo and the, the Ginger Factory in Budroom, which is another place that we used to go to as kids. And, like, I like ginger now. As a kid, mm. I did not. And, like, I wanted to oh, – no. Super B, Big Pineapple – Keen as bean, but I was like, I do not want to go to the ginger factory. But now I would go get my ginger refresher, have a great time. I went, um, would have been like maybe seven years or so ago now, and it was quite good. I mean, <laughs> there was still a lot of, um, you go in, um, they've renovated it all. You can buy ginger plants. You can buy um, souvenirs from the Budrum Ginger Factory, like souvenir mm-hmm. shop and get ginger ice cream and stuff. It's not bad. Ooh. I feel like that's like the the best review of all these things. It's like it's quite nice. It's not bad. It's a nice day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) You can can get a discount ticket through your RACQ membership and it's totally worth it. Yeah. I said Aussie World is now like the cool thing for kids um, to, again, to have their birthday parties at because they redid Edamoga Pub. Mm. She looks completely different. No. Um, It's Mm. not the same. But mm. um, apparently the rides and the game section like still go off, but the, it's no luge. It's no luge. <laughs> we like we had every intention of going, but then we haven't been able to this year. So one day, for obvious Aussie reasons, World, we'll do an yeah. episode on location. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to record on site. Yeah. <laughs> but that has not been allowed uh, to happen. <laughs> one day. Uh, oh, um, well. But yeah. <laughs> So roadside attractions and, like, big things in capital letters. Um, It is, like, there are lots of them in Australia. It didn't start here. Like, probably started in the States, so in, like, California. And it's to lure customers to, like, your little food stall, which is essentially what they've done with works. Pineapple. It's whatever you're selling, make a big thing of it. And we'll hear some of the earliest ones with a big Scotsman which is advertising a motel in Adelaide. (laughs) Uh, Bloody Adelaide. 1963. (laughs) 
Um, <laughs> the big banana, which is still at Coffs Harbour, and that literally okay. was for a roadside banana mm. stall, although I think it's different now. <laughs> um, in Tawanton, I think you say, there's the big stubby, which was a bottle museum. <laughs> mm. Whoa. Yeah, so it's like whatever your town is famous for or something that you'd like it to be famous for, build a big thing. That's kind of the idea. There's around 150 Mm -hmm. of them in Australia. Um, The Big Pineapple is probably the most widely recognised one maybe in the country but definitely in Queensland. Um, Hell yeah. Can you think of any other ones in Queensland? Because I know there's a there's a big crab which is on top of a shell service station in Miriam Vale, which is not a place. Um, <laughs> yeah. Some of them are a bit loose. Like when you look at the big things list, you're like, come on now. Yeah. You know, come on now. But there's, I mean, there's the big strawberry, which is on near one of the New South Wales borders, so it's not in Queensland, but that's a good one. Mm. Um, there's Where's a big, the big guitar. Girl? The big prawn, yeah, mm. big prawn is also in New South Wales, I think, near mm. the big part, near the big banana, isn't it? Mm. It's on that stretch somewhere. I reckon it would be because, like, the big pineapple yeah. is definitely like Queensland's most prominent one. Um, yeah, by far. Yeah, but so fifty years ago, Bill and Lynn Taylor bought a pineapple oh. farm in southeast Mumbai and named it Sunshine Plantation. That's what it was called for a long mm-hmm. time before they moved away from the word plantation. Um, yeah, I was about to be yeah. like, because <laughs> okay, like I'm literally it was, a, it was a yeah. pineapple farm, like pineapple plantation. But it's like, okay. Um, yeah. Bill had worked at the United Nations for 20 years in finance and Lynn was an interior wow. designer in New York. Um, and they, you know. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, well. They're, so they're, rather than a sea change, they've made a pea change. Yeah, well, they, they <laughs> like, came back. What do you mean? Because they were Australian, I believe, and they came back home to Australia in 1970. You know, he's oh, left his 20-year career, let's buy a pineapple mm. farm. And agritourism oh. is, it was a relatively new concept, like agricultural tourism. Um, and so they were showcasing sure. <laughs> over 40 varieties of fruit, nuts, spices and sugar cane. And it's kind of like tourism cool. about like the area and the landscape, but mostly tropical fruit. Like, hey, people come and look at the fruit. Please buy the fruit. You can climb inside the big fruit. That's kind of the pitch. <laughs> um, Great. And, yeah, and, like, the, the pineapple, it's high on the hill. Like, it's visible from the road. And, like, that's the point. You're meant to be like, oh, what's that? You go have a look and then you, I guess, you accidentally buy a pineapple. Or you um, buy a T-shirt, a stubby cooler and a sticker. Yeah, yeah. I want, I, I've got a tea towel. Like, I want another shirt. Like, they're really good. Mm, okay. And they were just really impressively done. Yeah. I was really impressed by the range. And I was like, I could get one of everything, but I'll just settle for a beautiful sticker. Mm. Yeah. They are because they've stuck with like an old logo, which is key. Mm. Nostalgia is mm. key. I think so. Mm. I think so. Good work um, if you're listening. <laughs> so apparently Lynn, who, you know, interior designer, she was responsible for most <laughs> of the design and the layout, but also oh. like the Golden Circle cannery, which was then like owned by the growers, um, also participated in like developing the display, um, like Golden Circle. Wow. Mm love their juice they're now owned by Heinz but like it was originally a cooperative from like the Sunshine Coast yeah well I did not know that 
Yeah. Humble beginnings. I know. And now a big dick player. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. There's maybe a whole episode in there about canned fruit. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But so the pineapple itself has a fiberglass shell, as most um, big things that you can go inside. (laughs) Same. um, Do. Well, not all not all big things are actually like a piece of architecture. Some of them are just a sculpture. This is something you can go inside. Mm. Yeah, that um, is unique. That is cool. And from the like the heritage register, I'm not going into as much detail as they did. Um, but it's like the stalk of the pineapple and the frame are steel. There's a linoleum mm-hmm. floor. They felt need to add that that it's lino. This is for like you know heritage preservation. Um, and mm-hmm. there's stairs like Important. you can go inside up to a viewing platform and because you can't go in there at the moment and I feel like it's because they're still trying to preserve things because there's perspex encased displays of tropical fruit and like the pineapple pineapple growing process from the 70s I do remember that yeah Yeah. um there's like an audio visual presentation and like a hand-painted diorama kind of 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 the big pineapple and surrounds well, we've got to preserve that yeah, now. Totally. Exactly. Well, it's heritage. Get the finest art restor- restorators, rest- restorers from Italy over mm. right now. Yeah. <laughs> to restore that mural. <laughs> uh. Heritage protected model pineapples, obviously. Um, and on the top level, mm. there is an in- arrangement of golden circle products, like cans oh. of pineapple, bottles of cordial, and like fruit juice, like as a display. And yeah, and photos of the thing. I what I remember from when you could go in there. I remember cobwebs specifically. <laughs> you know? Oh, I remember it smelling sort of musty. Like I think I went on yeah. a date with a kid where someone had like peed their pants or something. Mm. Oh like, no, smells like pee in here. Yeah, like a McDonald's playground. Yeah, and like it's like mm. being in, being stuck on a McDonald's slide. No ventilation. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's what fiberglass smells like. Fifty <laughs> <laughs> year old fiberglass. And lino. Sixty, seventy year old fiberglass. Yeah. Lino floors. Um and there's oh. also like a shop and a, a restaurant. And the buildings are still there. because um, again they're in the heritage register, although the restaurant isn't operating. Um and they started making <laughs> tropical fruit jams. In 1972, oh. yeah, demand was really high after only being open for a year. They had to outsource to some local sure. passion fruit farmers, um, Bill and Nolene Hughes. <laughs> so they and they formed Sunshine wow. Tropical Fruit Products, which is a company that still exists. They seem to like mostly like wholesale, but they're still making jam. Wow. Yeah. Um, so Good to know. Yeah, <laughs> I love jam. Yes, the idea. <laughs> you're the primary um demographic honestly like I'm this is really well targeted to me and like as was the super big so I wanted to try all the varieties of honey but you didn't have to buy Mm. any of the honey you could just taste it Mm. and like I was a kid so I think maybe the super bee went out of business for a reason because the kids ate all the honey because you (laughs) ate all the honey yeah you specifically Mm. you're a regular one of the poo Mm, yeah. I am. Yeah. <laughs> I do burn through it. Uh, um anyway, so it's a work <laughs> it is an uh, an authentic like working farm. So that's interesting to some people. And like it was <laughs> <laughs> but not 
subtle for tourism. Yeah. Like, I mean, some teenagers do not want to go to a pineapple farm. Others froth it because no. pineapples just grow on the ground. Then anyway, um, if you've never seen a pineapple mm. plant, please look it up right now as you're listening because they are pretty amazing. They're pretty cooked. Um, yeah, yeah, and you can just like plant the the. They just grow mm. on the ground. Plant them yeah, yeah. This, this tip just the tip, and then you get a whole thing. Yeah, they're not a on heritage tree. listed fruit, <laughs> sixteen meters tall. Um, <laughs> yeah, so they worked with like local other like industries. So there's the Morton Central Central Sugar Mill, Golden Circle. There's a fruit marketing committee, the Sugar Board, which is a thing. CSR, <laughs> which is sugar. <laughs> <laughs> Does the sugar board have like a president and a treasurer? They must. Like they must. Can you be chair of the sugar wow. board? Well, um, the ginger factory they worked with as well, and the Australian Macadamia Nut Society. Or society. Yeah, mm. people always forget about the big nut because mm. there was big macadamia nut too next to the yeah. big pineapple. We'll come to that in the late eighties. Oh, when in my sorry, history. I don't want to jump no, no. jump across no, no. the timelines. I can scroll to my notes, but I would just to. A teaser for later. There's a large macadamia. Um, so <laughs> one of the the big attractions, and it still would be at the moment if it were operating, um, is the sugarcane train, which was the little train that I mean, at the moment everyone plays pays the child price five bucks. Um, it's a kilometer little track which still has the steepest incline and sharpest oh. bend of any Queensland passion, passenger rail track. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. I suddenly feel a bit more at risk mm. and <laughs> for having will, been on that. So no, steepest mm. incline, sharpest bend. Yep. We, I will also come back to this <laughs> later. So Maddie and I went on the train a couple of years ago now. It was great. The man oh. operating it was thrilled. He had yeah. one eye. Like, oh no! He was driving the <laughs> <Sorry>. train. <laughs> I mean, he was very professional. Yeah, I feel like there was some like American tourists with kids who didn't get the appeal. Yeah, the they didn't know it was going on. I think we, they expected. Train. <laughs> I think they expected that maybe there was something else there. I think they would have gone to the zoo next. Um, but we were having a great yeah. time. And this one-eyed train driver tour guide, he was very charismatic. It was great. And I think he appreciated that we were cackling along to his tour. Oh, that's, yeah. This does sound like the beginning of a curse. Mm. It does. It really <laughs> Yeah. And because the because it's not been, I mean, we're jumping timelines again, but mm. because it hasn't been opened as a full park in years and years and years, a lot of the trees and stuff were overgrown. So you could almost like pick an avocado on oh, the train yeah. if you really wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> the, the journey of the train, it does go through all like the pineapples and the various different fruit trees. And like the, <laughs> they weren't, it like wasn't, they weren't flowering or like bearing fruit when we were there or maybe they'd just been picked. So there'd be a sign that was like custard apple or whatever, but there's nothing on the tree. So it's like the train, it's beautiful but that you go through like a pretend station. Do you remember that, Maddie? It's mm. like it's actually the shed where they just store the oh, train yeah. when it's not in use. 
Yeah, but there's also like the pretend people that are still there yeah. that have been there for a long, long mm-hmm. time, but they're partially Ooh. decayed. Yeah. This is, is beginning of a curse for sure. Mm-hmm. It is. Like, yeah. Oh, this would... is how COVID began. Yeah. <laughs> we went on the train and nothing's been the same since. <laughs> Look, it would be a really good movie. Um, and then it goes through to like the zoo, which has been there in like various incarnations the whole time now it's called wildlife hq a lot of the animals used to be at mm. alma park zoo um it's quite nice actually R. I. P. like it's a nice little I, I went uh i went several years ago and i was like these are quite nice grounds for the animals yeah they yeah. seem they seem happy and like there's not too many like, it's not like an overcrowded i think it's probably okay in terms of zoos um, less cagey more yeah. rainforesty mm. it's nice um and there's also just like kind of random things in like the rainforest that are like left over from previous attractions because there's like the whole like tomorrow's <laughs> greenhouse thing which we'll come to so there's like those robot things do you remember maddie did yep. they, were they moving still when we went oh no 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 they were they looked like they should have but yeah they... i feel like they once did they maybe still lit up Maybe in your mind. I don't know. It's like <laughs> part of the curse. Or I'm like remembering. No, I think maybe one one thing might have. Yeah, mm. one thing might have like slightly kind of. Yeah, and oh, they're yeah, like a it, Jetsons vision of the future, but really f- terrifying. I remember that ride. It's like how like yeah. in Sydney for a long time when they stopped having the monorail but hadn't fully taken it down. And so it's like a dystopian future. Mm. That's the feeling mm. that I had from those oh, yeah. things um but it's gorgeous the train ride is lovely i recommend it especially like when you're coming to five dollars towards the pineapple the rolling hills gorgeous um, so the big pineapple was followed by other big things in the area and so it opened in 1971 and later In 1971, another pineapple of the same height was opened at a gimpy service station. What? What? Mm -hmm. It was there until 2008. What the hell? I've never heard of this one. I've seen it. Wow. Imposter. Because we had like family friends in in Gimpy, (laughs) another special place. Um, Yeah. So they, the someone from like the like tourism department was like you know what we need another pineapple in a place that's not really known for growing them but the, the gimpy muster is a thing they could have had a big cowboy boot or a big yeah. hat or a big horse or something that would have made a lot more sense <laughs> <laughs> um, and again like north of nambour in in 1976 there was the big cow oh. um, which was at a farm i think it's not there anymore it is somewhere I think someone found it. Like if someone has it on their property. Like there's still a big cow, I think. Someone's and, got it. Well, like Matilda, the kangaroo from the Commonwealth Games, is still south of Gympie at a service station, which used to be called okay. Matilda, but it's not. So, yeah, there are, there are things in the area. It doesn't make any sense. In the 80s, the Taylors actually did build a similar project in Hawaii called Hawaii Tropical Plantation, um, which does not oh, feature God. a big pineapple. But it's got like it's you know local fruit and there's a zipline, so that's them. Also again, yeah. Again with that word though, it's mm. just well, <laughs> it's troubling. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I I couldn't find exactly when they made the change to just being known as the Big Pineapple, but I'm guessing 80s. Like it's still referred to Sunshine. No, it has to. Uh, it's actually 
the earliest it could have changed is the mid-80s because um, Princess Diana and Prince Charles visited in 1983 Mm. and the plaque of, like, the the train carriage that they sat in says Mm. that they visited on the 12th of April 1983 and it says their visit to Sunshine Plantation. doesn't say to the (gasps) Big Pineapple. So it was still called that until at least 1983. Okay, so they had a few, like the the market and the restaurant burnt down at one point, were rebuilt. Things happened. It's been up and down. Yeah. Um, In 1980, the Macadamia Nut Factory opened and the Nutmobile Tour began. Mm. Yes. Mm -hmm. There we go. Like a little Jeep pulling carriages and they've got like macadamia roofs. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. A separate mobile to the train. Yes. And I feel mm. like, I don't know, was it, it's just like on a road. It's not on a track. I think it's just a car. I think so. I think mm. so. It just, and it yeets itself around the macadamia factory, mm. like up on the upper hill on the like yeah, the left-hand side, I feel like. see all the macadamia trees. And it's like trees. quite warm because it's just like this big fiberglass nut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Oh, a sentence I have not heard before. <laughs> Pop into the nutmobile. Um, so by 1980, they had the nutmobile um, and the tropical market and the two-story tropical restaurant. The top floor was the Polynesian restaurant. Not sure yeah. how authentic um, the food would have been. Mm. Um, and the bottom floor was the hibiscus room which I assume was themed with hibiscus. Um, Sure. And, yeah, the Nutmobile tour started just north of the restaurant, went to the macadamia nut factory where you could watch people sort macadamias or you could buy macadamias. Mm. Um, And, yeah, so you'd go through all the avocados, the sugar cane, the ginger, the pawpaws. You see all the fruit in the Nutmobile. In the first 10 years of being open – uh, so there was 250,000 visitors in 1972 and then over a million in 1980. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. And like theme parks That's on the Gold good. Coast now in a good year probably see that many visitors. Yeah, I was going to say Dreamworld probably doesn't yeah, get that many. No, not five now. People, yeah. But like yeah. a million <laughs> in the 80s is a lot. Wow. And people drive, yeah, that's drive huge. there from all over. Um, so the Taylor's, I mean, if it can pull Princess Di, then like yeah, it, well, it was like literally that big an attraction that that's somewhere that they went. Uh, the Taylors sold it in the eighties, and it continued to expand in nineteen eighty four. The Nut Country Tour, which is what they called the Nutmobile Journey. Whoa, yeah, whoa, Nut Country. <laughs> um, it it we'll move it, past it, that. Yeah, it was extended a little bit, so it went through the rainforest. And they also added verandas <laughs> to the restaurant. That's noted in the Heritage Register too. It's important. I'm glad we've spoken about it. Yeah, the the restaurant went through a series of names. It was Sunshine's Restaurant, Tropo's Restaurant, Plantation Restaurant. Grim. Oh, no. Yeah, I think Sunshine Restaurant is the, the maybe the latest one that they landed on before it closed. Um, and then downstairs they had Queensland's Hidden Treasures, which was displaying gems and minerals. Yes. Ah, oh, like opals and, and stuff. Man, my sister and I. 
Mm, um, there were mm-hmm. places on the Sunshine Coast where you could like pan for like little gold fragments, and then there was mm. also opals was really big, like opal yeah. world. Opal's a big one, yeah. Yeah, and so you could pick your own rock, and then they'd cut it open for you, and they you'd find the, the um the gem inside. That's cool. And do you yeah. do you think did you see this at at the Vaguely. big pineapple? Do you reckon they, they'd have them for sale? And because mm. my sister collected them, she'd be like, "Oh, this is my pick for the weekend." That's yeah. nice. <laughs> I rock of the week. Rock of the I, week. I love opals because they're beautiful, and also I really loved the genie from Down Under as a kid. Do you remember that show? Oh, <laughs> no. I think you and like three other people talk. About oh my god. No. Okay, I mean the girl who was in it was really annoying because she was either like British or American, but it sounded like she was putting on an accent for whatever reason. They've moved to Australia. She's got this big opal necklace. And there's a genie in it with his, like, son. And he's, like, this, like, Australian guy. And the bad oh, guy. Oh, God. The... <laughs> I'm so sorry, Michelle. <laughs> um, the... <laughs> the bad guy in it, he's the bad guy in everything. In He's um, Mr. Fish in Liftoff and he's the whatever his name is in Round the Twist. I think his name is Mark oh. Mitchell. He's the bad guy in Genie from Down Under as well. Anyway, Man, writing for children's TV in the 90s was easier. Just have a cracked idea and they're was, like, here's three years of ABC funding. Go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's still be making me. a mozza now. It's a really good <laughs> show. Um, okay, where was I'll I? I'll take your word for it. Genie from Down Under. Opals. Okay. 1985, um, tourism had overtaken sugar as the biggest industry in the Maruchi oh. region. Um, and then someone else owned it. And so 1988, right. so year of the expo, the Tomorrow's Harvest hydroponic farm was built, which was the big greenhouse, which was, you know, new technology. Yeah. And that's where the robots are from. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I'm looking at our hydroponic greenhouse. There's an animatronic robot. Um, I remember in, that. Yeah. Too. In 1989... The 16-metre high, they're like 16 metres, big macadamia, known as the magic macadamia, was opened. So they had the nutmobile for quite a while before they got the big macadamia. Oh, God. Um, sure. Yeah. They really liked fiberglass, mm. didn't they? And it had yeah, the... It was so hot. That hydroponic glass house ride, so greenhouse ride, was mm. so humid. Mm. Yeah. You're literally in a yeah. greenhouse. You're like, I am a plant and I am growing and a robot is about to harvest me and I'm also on a boat for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. That is the vibe. Like it's there's my memory of that, I'm like, did I imagine it? But then it's like, no, no, no I didn't. It's a collective hallucination that we mm. all have. That's like when I thought I dreamt that there used to be a roller coaster in the Maya Centre in mm. Brisbane. It was real. True. Yeah. Tops. I was not allowed Tops. to go on it because I was too small, but I was allowed to go on the Ferris wheel, which was I didn't like the Ferris wheel. You wanted the roller coaster. Mm. And like the yeah. Ferris wheel was like wooden and I just didn't believe in its structural integrity. Um, <laughs> Even as a child, you were yeah. like, this is fucked. I want to go on the roller coaster. Someone call the union, please. Literally. <laughs> anyway, uh. so in the Big macadamia, they'd had the rainforest creatures of the night display in the early 2000s. I remember that. Um, mm. But that closed in 2007. We went there in primary school. 
Mm, oh, from 2000 to 2007, that was open. So that checks out. It closed then. And the Tomorrow's Harvest greenhouse also closed in 2007. So it's not the harvest of tomorrow. Um, in 1990, the Bruce Highway was realigned. Um, so it didn't go past the pineapple anymore. So it misses Wombai and Nambour. But people still kept going. Like, tech, like I was born in 92, like, and I have all these fond memories of the pineapple technically past its heyday. Yes, But, like, still. people, people stepped go, kept going. Like, they had an arts and crafts gallery. The, in 1993, it was still called the Plantations Restaurant and it got a colonial-themed makeover, oh. which oh, is a shame, no. and they got some mechanical fans. Um, so that's grim. And in 1996, the the new owners were Rough and Pineapple Party, LTD, um, which I don't know anything about. I've just sure Rough and Pineapple Party <laughs> is their business name. Yeah, in 2006, the Big Pineapple was named like one of 12 Queensland icons by like the National Trust. Other icons included the cane toad, macadamia nuts, and the Great Barrier Reef, among oh, other. <laughs> thing so it's like things in nature you mean the cane toad in general oh yeah invasive oh, introduced species okay. apparently an icon oh. um and australia post issued some stamps in 2007 celebrating australia's big things one being the big pineapple and the others with a big golden guitar in tamworth the big banana at coffs harbour the big merino uh-huh. big sheep at golden um, and those are all in New South Wales. And then the Big Lobster, which is in Kingston in South Australia. Not the Big Prawn. I don't big know where the lobby. Prawn is. And, yeah, so the Big Pineapple was added in great depth to the Queensland Heritage Register in 2009. Also in 2009, the Big Pineapple went into receivership <laughs> and was then closed in 2010. So it's like you are heritage listed. Not and you money. die. Yeah, the Nutmobile was sold in 2011 to the Bramay family um, to promote. Did you, what are they doing with it? Yeah, what well, are they doing with it? <laughs> um, to, they promote macadamia nuts and tourism <gasps> at the town of Borpal. So I'm guessing that they also grow macadamias. Mm. Do they? Okay. I bloody hope so, unless they're just really fond of them. Mm, which I can understand. I love a macadamia. Um, so wherever Borpal <laughs> is. <laughs> I think they grow macadamias. Uh, and so, Fuck but in 2011, <laughs> the big pineapple was sold to its current owners who are like really passionate about trying to restore it. It's been a slow, slow process. Um, but back to what it was, you know, like back to the tourist attraction it was or into something else that they want to do I with think it? kind of... It seems like the dream is that it's still a tourist attraction but also like local industry. Like they've managed oh, yeah. to get like Koyo, the coconut yogurt people, I think are in a former macadamia factory. Like they're there and there's Diablo. Really good. For people who can't have lactose and dairy. It is yum. They Koyo. do ice cream. It's really good. Koyo. Mm. Oh, okay. And if you yeah. go to the Big Pineapple in their little kiosk, the restaurant's not open, the kiosk remains. You can get a great souvenir mm. and you can get like a coconut yogurt or a coconut ice cream if you want. Oh, yum. Mm. Yeah. Um, and also the Diablo ginger beer distillery is on the grounds. 
Um, and well, there's the tree chop, tree top challenge and zip line. Like the big macadamia is essentially the office for that now. And the wildlife HQ zoo is still there. So they're trying to do things, um, but it seems to be a bit stalled. But the, in, since 2013, they've been doing the big pineapple music festival, which went ahead this year as well. They were very lucky. Yeah, so they're kind of trying more. It's um, a bit of a wait and see, I guess. Yeah. And so now in, in 2021, the distillery owner, Dimitri Limnatidis, was watching a doco about Princess Di, bless him, he's a fan, um, and saw that like her riding the pineapple train and he suspected that the carriage must still be on the ground because <clears throat> like it wasn't in use. And there's like a train carriage. It's not different to the rest of them. They're all the same, but he kind of like dug around in the sheds and found the specific one which has the plaque for their visit yeah. and now that's been like shined up and that's on display. Um, well, if you want to hear more about we that. You know how much Australia loves Lady Di, so mm. people are probably going to put that on the heritage. There's a really own thing. cute ABC article about it from this year because a, a lady called Patsy Flint, who's 92, she worked at the retail counter um, when it opened in 1971. Patsy? She was also there for the royal visit and then a man named Trevor Lote drove the train. So there's an article just talking about them to celebrate the, the 50 years of the pineapple. So Did Trevor nice. happen to have one eye? I know, that was my question, yeah. He's got two and he's much older than the the happy fellow oh. that we had. So I'm guessing he passed the, torch, <laughs> passed the torch on at some point. <laughs> um, also in 2021... A 22-year-old man was charged with dangerous operation of a vehicle after a group of young people took the train out of its storage tunnel, somehow got it started and derailed it. Somehow got it started. Yep. And they no, crashed the train. They crashed it into the like one of the fences of the zoo. No animals oh were God. harmed. Um, and they had apparently absconded from a brewery tour. Uh, that sounds about right this is so sunshine coast so i can just picture it they'd be like lads i have this excellent idea cut to yeah they've just been at the um the irish pub at uh on the esplanade at yes yeah yeah hey how crazy would it be if we broke into the big pineapple steep incline sharp bend they don't know how to drive the train no. So it oh. crashed. It was already like out of service for major repairs because it's a 50-year-old wooden train. Um, <laughs> but the windscreen God. was broken. So it'll probably, it'll be out of action for a little while longer. But they do have every intention of fixing it. So one day. Good God. We can go on the train again and maybe go inside the pineapple. Because if you go now, you can't go on the train. You can't go in the pineapple. You can go to the oh. zoo and you can get souvenirs you can go on the um treetops course oh uh, there's a treetops course mm, and a zip line oh, and that's open apparently they're expanding that but it seems Man, to still I be operating these tourist attractions they love a zip line don't they mm. yeah it's like a cheap well, thrill that's the <laughs> thing that you know they can just be in and out mm, yeah and they've got the trees yeah. already like let's do a high ropes course yeah. you know they don't have to just use what that's they already fair. have um, so that is 
That is the history of the big pineapple from 71 till now. Wow. That was way more detailed than I ever thought it could be. Because it's heritage listed. I cut so much (laughs) stuff out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Okay. Mm. Wow. I had a membership when I was a child. I had it, you had you get like your photo taken and they'd print it. So Ooh, you'd have like a little big pineapple what ID. You um access to. I think you just got discount entry or mm. something. My friend's mum got it for me because her daughter went all the time and she was like, Oh Maddie, you gotta have a pass and I did. So Or is it like yeah. the the three park super pass, which is called something else for like Movie World and Wet and Wild, which we've had that you like pay for. Yeah, the I think year. you got on the train for free and then you got like entry. Oh, that's nice. I don't know, something. I remember having a parfait in the restaurant. Yeah. And really yes. enjoying that. Yeah, that's like peak pineapple. And we, we weren't allowed to dreams. Like I really just wanted to get a banana split at the um mm. at the restaurant because they did such good Sundays and they had like yeah. a really ice cream setup. The yeah. ice cream was amazing. I feel like we weren't allowed like a parfait <sighs> or a banana split every time. They were like a special. No. But obviously we went mm, there regularly. Like a birthday Regularly thing. enough to like, you can, we're going to the pineapple, but you can't have a parfait this time. Yeah, Maybe yeah. It was on a same day where we yeah, I remember I'm, that. Yeah. I just really question the Polynesian theme because from mm, memory it yeah. was like, you know, like toasted sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chips, f- chips. Like, yeah, that's all I remember. Yeah. Chips and ice cream, rainbow yeah. ice cream. Yeah, well, because I'm trying to think, like, what? Because I love it so earnestly and unironically, and like, still now. And I don't I mean, know what that's about. You're wearing the shirt. I am wearing the shirt, and I'd buy another one. I like it in a different color. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's all my notes. Does anyone have any any final thoughts on the on the pineapple? Just that she's a beauty. And I have so many childhood memories there, even um, even memories as an adult. Mm, I'd love mm. to see it revive to its former glory. Obviously, it can never be what it once was. It'd be different with modern touches. Yes. Like festival that they have. And I think they have markets sometimes. Mm. Yeah, I think so. But yeah, just the thrill of like before you get onto the train, just paying 50 cents for a bag of feed for the, for the barn animals. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and the feeding getting, the chickens. Yeah, the chickens like going up to the kangaroos and being like, "Hey, are you interested?" <laughs> um, and by which point they weren't because they had been force fed by so many other chickens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they had an excellent souvenir section as well. I was I, just I, gonna say the souvenir shop. Yeah, rulers, mm. erasers, little snow globes to your heart's content, basically. That yeah. souvenir shop was like on par with the underwater world souvenir oh. shop. Mm. Um, mm. I remember getting from the big pineapple souvenir shop for some reason. You know, he could buy like tiny miniature miniature books, but they were keychains. Yes, and they, had, well, they had the Bible. Yes, <laughs> I mean, and I remember wow. getting it. And just being like, it was like this big. It was like a cup. A baby like Bible. Mm. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my eyes are so good that I can that I can read this. And maybe that destroyed my vision because then I had glasses from like nine <laughs> years old. God, yeah, destroyed like, your eyes. Like a, a buried memory of like a tiny book keychain that was like a very sparkly cover. 
Yeah. It was a Bible. I think my sister had the baby Bible. I look, if there's ever like that's like the the most Sunshine Coast souvenir that the Sunshine Coast can Sunshine Coast. It's like a, a tiny glittery Bible from the big pineapple. Like that's oh, it. You can't that's top very it. Specific. I can't wait yeah. for borders to open again because I want to go back to the big pineapple and just like get some produce and um, I really like your shirt, Jess. I want to get one of those. Mm, I want to get another one because this is a kid's one because, like, yep. I wanted – they didn't have the pink in the adults. They had a nice plain white, mm. which I quite liked, though, so I'm like maybe I'd get yeah. that next time. Get another. When the borders open, we can all go, we can get a photo and an ice cream. A a, a, a coconut (laughs) Coconut ice cream. Good for our butt ice cream. (laughs) Well, Uh, one thing, like the the pineapple came to be in a time where like road trips were a big thing and before international travel was like widespread or popular and like it's going to be a while before. So maybe it's going to have a renaissance. Yeah. I hope so. Like so people can do more road trips. Oh, I perfect. And everyone's yeah. in a weird nostalgia dream yeah. anyway. Yeah, the before times. Mm, gonna put it out into the world. I wanna go right. to the big If they have a tiny Bible <laughs> <laughs> I'm there. Uh, All right. Well awesome. I love the big pineapple. That's the That's the, the moral. End. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> um, thank you so much, Michelle Law. For coming to talk Thank to us being, about yeah. our favorite fruit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. It was such a delight. Any any time that I'm allowed to reminisce about the big P is yep. time well spent. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Michelle, you have a book coming out soon. Yes, in yeah. oh my God, it is soon. It's January 2022. January. Excellent. And it's called Asian Girls Are Going Places. Super exciting. Yes, thank you. It's funny because yeah. it's a travel guide and we're talking about traveling to the big pineapple. Oh my God, perfect. Readers can take tips out of the book when they do their road trip to the big pine. Yes. Yep. Definitely check it out. And where can people find you, Michelle, if they want to look you up um, on the internet? Um, Find me on Twitter and on Instagram um, and my website, which is just, what is my website? michelle-law.com. <laughs> Perfect. As always, you can follow us on Instagram at australianarama. You can chuck us an email at australianarama.gmail.com. Um, and next week, it's Maddie's turn. Yeah, next week we're going to learn about Vida Goldstein. She is a very impressive lady from way back in the day. Um, She was a suffragette and also was one of the first people to ever run for federal parliament, one of the first women, sorry, Mm. to ever run. Sexy name, Vida Goldstein. Vida Goldstein. Yeah, very cool lady. My sources for this episode are the Queensland Heritage Register, the Big Pineapple website, the ABC and Wikipedia.